quick disclaimer, we will be talking about youth mental health. The Drumcast is brought to you by Faroga, supported by Tusla and the Kilkenny County Council. Hi everyone, I'm Reese, and this is... Well, I'm Noel. Okay, and we have two very special guests with us today, Ella and Jimmy from Corden and Oak. Hi, thanks for having us on. Thanks for coming. Great to be here, great to see you all. Um, great to be invited to the dr- Drumcast. <laughs> Heard very good things. Oh. <laughs> um, can we start off by asking Jimmy or Ella, whichever one you want to go first, to just introduce yourself and introduce your role? Hi everyone, my name is Ella Burke and I'm a member of Corlin and Oak. Yeah, I've been a member for two years now and it's been great to meet new people all around Kilkenny. Thanks Ella, I'm Jimmy Ryan, I'm the youth worker uh, with Proga and the Kilkenny Corlin and Oak coordinator. Uh, Ella's actually been with Corner Logue much longer than I have, so I'm like the newbie rocking on. Um, I would have taken over the bowl last June, um, so I'm still kind of going. These are all they all know a lot more than me right now, so I'm learning. They're being easy on the newbie. They've been very easy, um, and they're making it a play. So yeah, and great to invite on and talk about Corla and all things fun. Jimmy, oh, I have so- a question for you. Fire away. Um, when you're not working, how do you spend your spare time? At the mo- at the moment, uh, I'm doing not a Netflix. Um, so that's kind of Netflix, listening to music. I started up reading again recently because my ability to put words together was kind of going downhill. Um, so yeah, it's kind of boring. Um, when we were in the real world I suppose I like going to music festivals you know general outdoors type of stuff but I think we're all same both now and um, within our four walls um Ella, I have a question for you if you were to add a word to the dictionary what would it be and what would it mean coaster cantastic purely because there's a coaster in front of me um it would be another word for someone making a huge mistake like that was coaster fantastic, absolute car crash. <laughs> I think we should get that put into the dictionary. Yeah, that. Why is that myself for coming up with that one, guys? That was solid. Let's get on to Colin's dictionary. <laughs> Jimmy, what's your weirdest combination of food that you enjoy? I think I'm getting a bit of a reputation around Kilkenny for my weird, weird food choices. Um, but I do love a pizza with anchovies, tuna, spinach, black olives, and some pinos. If I'm feeling wild, I might put a bit of chicken on as well. If I'm feeling crazy, and then big thing of garlic dip. Chicken is not even the wild. This is why we don't Jimmy pick the pizzas for a corner meeting. <laughs> He's not allowed to order pizzas. He is strictly told what to get. <laughs> And the tuna next time we're in Percy, all of a can of tuna and some anchovies. Oh my god, no! <laughs> I think everyone would just walk out, like they just walk out if you handed them tuna on pizza. Yeah. It's pungent, <laughs> I'll give you that. It's, you, you find them very thirsty, a lot of salty and, and spicy, and a bit confusing. Yeah. But... Um, okay, Ella, what's um, your hidden talent that none of us know? 
hidden talents that no one knows. Uh, I don't know my hidden talents. Um, I thought that being able to like, you know, when you can whistle, you whistle like out. I thought whistling in was a talent for the longest time. Turns out nearly everyone can do it, but I still think it's a hidden talent and that's all I've got to work. <laughs> can't do. Hey, hidden talent. Told you. I can't do it. I can't do it now. I, love I can do it. Yeah. Guys, stop raining on my praise. It's a talent, okay? It's just... Very talented. I, I can't do it, so you're all better than me. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I went down that one. <laughs> no, I just sound like a when you're like sucking out of the toilet and it's gone and it's just that horrible. <laughs> That's me. Okay, I think Reese's Wi-Fi just broke, so I'm going to ask Jimmy a question. Jimmy, what's your most used emoji? Uh, my most used emoji is either this one. It's kind of just the sum total of like what's going on. There's a lot of this going on right now. A lot of facepalming. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the facepalm, the little man or woman facepalming themselves. Um, yeah, that's part of that. Or else the thumbs up. Or else that, you know, that crazy laughing one when there's tears. Um, that, that's my usual go-tos, I think. What about you, Ella? Um, I'd have to say mine is the monkeys when they close their eyes and they have their hands over like this. It just, I don't know why, but it it seems to work in every scenario. Like someone says something and you didn't hear what they said, or like you've tapped through their snap, just use the monkey covering his eyes emoji and you're sorted. It's the equivalent of new number hoodies. It's the modern day equivalent of new number hoodies, basically. Yeah, exactly. Or the smiley face. That's, you can't go wrong. Classic. Stress smile, you don't know, like my danger. Yeah. With a little tension press on their head. Okay, if you had a million euro, what would you do with it? I feel like I'm on a podcast, so I'm going to say I'd donate to charity or I'd do something brilliant with the money. But I think something really cool would be like buy a really big basketball court for my basketball club. And then we could have like loads of things. It would be like the drum, but we mm. could, you know, revamp it up, have like a cool stage, get like a new kitchen. I mean, we could throw some bunk beds in for a sleepover if anyone ever wants one. Why not? You have a million euro. Go crazy. That's class. Yeah, if Jimmy was in there working late, he wouldn't have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> we know I can't stay in the drum late because there's a, it's haunted and I will not be staying there overnight we've, we've discussed this before I can't be in that building um, yeah. if, if I had a million euros I would obviously donate some money to charity um, I eat some good causes and I can obviously look after some of my family but then there's also some really nice villas out in Bali or the Maldives that I'd quite like to have a holiday home you know saying that a million euro might get you one bedroom flat in the Maldives that's the current rate so yeah I would as well that's a solid one that I have to say well the topic for this year or one of the main topics sorry is youth mental health so Ella how did that come about um so every year we have our AGM and to prepare for our AGM we come up with a list of problems we think 
affects the just the youth around Kilkenny. And on our list, we had climate change, individuality in young people, transport for young people, youth facilities in Kilkenny and youth mental health. Um, and for our AGM, we have to narrow it down to two so we can kind of do a workshop and that's how we get our feedback from people. So we put those five, yeah, we put those five up on our Instagram poll and we had 76 young people vote and climate change and youth mental health came out as number one and two. But um, yeah, 63.2% uh, of young people voted for mental health. So it was clear that there is an outcry for more health and more facilities for young people. And Corla, our new goal this year is to think of some way to help that 63.2% people. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a big problem, we'll say. Jimmy, can you tell us about your role with Corla? Okay. Um, or what it's like but, to be in your role, like? Um, so my role with Corla is really kind of diverse, I suppose. It's titled the coordinator of Corla, the note, but it's mainly facilitating the together of all these young people um, who make up the current Corla the topics so I act as the go-between between the young people stakeholders our funders of the county council department or children equality youth disability edition or something like that DCEDIY that's what we call it and um, my role is administrative so I would look after a lot of the report development and um, for the AGM I'd look after linking in with the department engaging young people from particularly Kilkenny core with uh, national events. And I suppose on a practical level, I would coordinate the meetings and I would engage with facilitate the group. So I would bring them together, set up workshops and topics and guide their discussions probably in a way that they can be the most productive. Um, it's a relatively easy job, I suppose, Corlin and Oak, and Oak, I think everyone is like they're presenting the voices of young people from 12 to 17 and younger and all across the county. So it's a very important role. Um, and it's my another aspect of my job is to encourage that they'll seldom heard voices. So young people who not necessarily have the capacity or be able to actively engage with Corla that their needs are taken into consideration and to try bring them on board. So it's very easy. Um, like Corla, they're very acknowledging of the fact that not everyone has the space or the capacity at the minute to engage, but I can assure you they're, they take into consideration everyone from every type of young person. So it's a very easy role. Um, in short, but I do admin, I arrange to get people on meetings and I facilitate the meetings. I buy stuff. That's kind of my role in a small piece. Thanks for that. That was, uh, that was good. I knew, so I didn't even know some of that. I do more than turn up and just kind of like go, hello, guy, guys. <laughs> Ella, so what's your role as a Cordenogue member? Well, right now, um, as a Cordenogue member, I suppose in general, our job is to just listen to our friends and our peers and just let them have a rant basically. And we just retain all the information and we come back to Corla 
um, for our meetings in the drum and we'll just say right guys it's clear that this is a problem this is a problem this is a problem so what do we think we can do to solve that and then Jimmy who is a legend will go off and he will sort it out and he will get Kilkenny Council to actually listen to us and jobs get done around Kilkenny because of it so it's brilliant to see when people come to you with a problem and you say okay well I'm going to try and think of something there's a group of us we really want to try and improve Kilkenny and then it actually gets done it's amazing to be able to think you can do that and you're again like 12 to 17 year olds you do have a voice and you can change things around Kilkenny you just have to know where to shout I jump in just say one thing I suppose you're underselling in some parts as well out of the role you're actually doing I think people hear your voices and and you're listening and you're recognized so I think Cora every young man Cora they have a, they do a great an incredible job at bringing the information to those who need to hear it to influencing policy from grass local levels up to national and I think it's a true credit to how they represent their peer um, and how they articulate and amplify the voices of those young people who may not necessarily be able to say it. So there's a lot more there, but you do a tenfold level to all young people. Tell us about the time you met Leo Fracker. Yeah, with Corla, um, like Jimmy said, it is on a national level as well because we're all over the country. There's loads of Corlas. And I got the chance to meet Leo Fracker and... Well, actually, he was walking um, in, there was new, the new development downtown and they were kind of starting construction and Leo Radker was um, asked to kind of open the building kind of site. And as he was walking in, myself and some of the other Coral members decided to just kind of manoeuvre our way up to him and stop him dead in his tracks. And I asked him, so... Mr. Vradker, which I was freaking out about because I didn't know if you were supposed to call him Mr. Vradker or on TV. <laughs> but it was fine. I got there and I said, um, so now that we've announced the climate crisis, what are we actually going to do about it? And it was the coolest thing ever. He stopped. He like looked me in my eyes and he gave me a two minute answer that we were able to record just on someone's phone. And um, he was chatting away to me. No bother. And it was great. And then I think we meet Simon Harris then at some stage. And obviously this is all like pre-COVID. So it was okay to run up to people and chat to them. But um, yeah, it was really cool. Like the chances you get, it's unbelievable. And even going up to Dublin for workshops and stuff. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. He, had a, he had a great run of it in pre-COVID. And so fingers cool. crossed we can go back to the days when you're chasing random politicians down the street going stop and listen which is a great it's great you can do it and i think it's a testament to the value that that the government places on young people now kind of like he um, as well he was chatting to us he was like oh so you know Corlin, you know what what is it is it like you know a council kind of thing for the youth we were chatting away to loads of different politicians there in tds and it was oh really cool like they were genuinely like asking me questions they're like oh what are you going to do this year and really cool you kind of felt like okay maybe there's a chance we have a little seat at the table somewhere yeah I remember that day and I remember Ella's face the whole way through it was just like the biggest smile like she was smiling from ear to ear 
And then I remember her freaking out about how, what she was going to say to Leo. And she was like, what if I say this? No, no, that's not right. It was just like, it was like, she was... <laughs> it was genuine panic because I had like a little notebook. Noel, do you remember this? I had a notebook and I wrote out the question, but I was like, I was like, guys, what if I mess it up? Like, Noel, you need to come up behind me and like ask and I'll hand you the notebook. And it was so stupid, but like, I was so nervous about it. We did great. It was all good. Yeah, she was like such a fan of yours. And she was like, I wonder if this, do you think it'll stop? Maybe he won't stop. Maybe there's no point in writing this down. <laughs> there were so many people like standing around him and loads of cameramen. And I, like, you know, cameramen, Ella, hello. There were loads of photographers. And um, I just was like, oh no, they're definitely just going to tell us to go away. Like, it's the tea shock. Like, obviously, they're not just going to let some. 14 15 year old girl walk up to him and they did and they all stood around and they were all listening and there were like pictures being taken and like it ended up in the paper do you remember Noel? the pictures of us oh my god yeah it did it did it ended up it wasn't it that what was that a friday or was that thursday i think it was a thursday and it ended up on like saturday or sunday i think i started the hashtag lunch with leo on instagram as well <laughs> she posted on her Instagram. We took a picture with him in the middle, and she posted on her Instagram. And she was like, hashtag lunch with Leo. Yeah, because yeah. we went up to him, all right, and I got my answer. And everyone was like, see, Ella, it wasn't even that bad. And I was like, no, I'm not happy. I didn't get a picture. We don't have, if we don't have a picture, it didn't happen. Like, we, we want to need something for the Corla Instagram, which everyone should follow, by the way. Um, we finally have it back. Yeah. <laughs> we finally got the password so it's up and running but um yeah and then we remember we kind of just ran into him again and we were like oh could we get a picture which they were all delighted to have us in there <laughs> like the cover it was really cool yeah okay so i understand that your topic this year is you mental health can you have like do you think it's important to discuss mental health if you want i'll go ahead first and then if you want to come in yeah, so I suppose one of our topics this year um, is youth mental health. And I think it's always important to speak mental health, um, whether it be adults or young people. But the, in our current climate, young people are more isolated from their friends. They're more isolated from peers. They're more isolated from the people who they build most of their support structures around in early adolescence. So I think we have to be aware that people will be finding it more difficult. And I suppose I'm not a mental health expert, but absence of our friends who we might talk to on a daily basis or be able to link in with if something's really bothering us. And it, it will impact, it is impacting. And I don't know about young people, but I think I'd be fairly correct in saying that the interactions get online don't fill the same gap in relation to support um, and of course on the other side as well youth mental health it's an incredibly important topic just to ensure there's enough services in place to meet young people to give them the support they need and also to give them the information to what as to what they can do themselves to improve their mental health and um, whether it be going for a walk and um, Something like turning the blue light on your phone, that's shown to positive, positively impact mental health in studies. So having your blue light filter 
because blue light can impact the production of melatonin and sleep within your brain. So I think all in all, um, youth mental health should consistently be on the radar of whatever any organisation, stakeholder or government is doing in their long-term plans. Yeah, just before you answer Ella, I just want to say uh, we apologise for the audio trouble. The internet is actually down in Kilkenny and Carlo. So this, this is... Um, yeah, exactly what Jimmy said. I think youth mental health should always be on the radar. Um, I know that here in Kilkenny with like some of our schools are, my school is brilliant. They do try and support the students as much as they can. Um, but then again, I suppose that's the benefit of a smaller school as opposed to the bigger schools around town. I know that'd be harder with less staff. But um, as a whole, I think there are so many facilities out there and brilliant programs and courses. But I don't think a lot of the students or kids right now know how to get in contact with them or feel comfortable even getting in contact with them. So I think the help is there. It always has been there and it's getting better and better. But now it's just connecting and communicating is the big problem. Um, so can you tell us about services in Kilkenny that will support young people with, in regards to their mental health? I suppose um, in the first instance, anyone having issues with their mental health, go to their parents, go to their GP, present there. So that's the primary point you will go to. Um, there is many uh, like additional services. So... We would have Tom, there's community psychology, there's CAMS, there's access and signposting to a therapist and one-to-one support and author youth and um, Froga would have a therapy. Um, but also you could list all the services that are available and as, as uh, Ella said, it's create that connection. And I think what we aim to do in building with those services and what we'd like to see is young people being comfortable walking in and going, not even I need help, but the other benefits around mental health, like peer interactions, whether you feel comfortable talking to somebody in your GA club, in your basketball team, in Corla, in your school. Um, a lot of the schools are very well equipped. And there's a lot of funding. Um, there's all this link um, within Kilkenny. There's a big program called Connecting for Life, which is in partnership with the HSE, so it's not, it's there to support all the mental health and resilience programs for young people up to adult life. So it links in community bases and family resource centres. So I know that New Park and Father McGrath and Millennium and Drihid in Carl in Callan, pardon me, they're all signposters. And I but I think if somebody is struggling with their mental health and it's a worry, do you present to a GP doctor or talk to somebody first, whether it be a professional or a youth worker, because only by linking in there know what type of support you need. So it's not a one-size-fits-all for mental health. And I think that's very important to note. What would you tell your 16-year-old self? What would I tell my 16-year-old self? Yeah. Oh. What advice would you give your 16-year-old um, what advice would I give my 16-year-old self right now? I suppose it would be, there's many things I could say, but none are like currently relevant. Um, I suppose it's just be, be yourself. Um, 
whatever is going on with your friends, whatever trust in your gut, follow your instinct. And your instincts will tell are there for a reason. They're there to help you. Um, and that you will get where you need to be, not where you want to be, I suppose, in time. Because when you're young, I think around education, there's a lot of pressure um, to pick a course. And sometimes we find ourselves going off in a career and like degrees and stuff. I'm, I start here, I ended up here. So I'm miles away from all myself then, career-wise. But I think trust your gut and everything works out. And also link in with, your, link in with as much as you can. Talk and build as many supports as you can for yourself. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Ella, what would you always look back on and be proud of? I feel like I know the answer, but... <laughs> um, 100% has to be the time I met Leo Bradker. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, something I'm really proud of. I'm not too sure. Wow, it's hard to think. We've had not had many things to do over the past year, and now I'm thinking back of all the things we were doing. It's crazy. Something I'm really proud of was when we joined Coral and the Nogue the first time, um, or my first time joining, sorry, um, myself and my two friends joined together. And we kind of had it in our heads that we were going to like all work together on this big, uh, I think we had transport that year. And we ended up um, kind of just getting the message out about different uh, ring a link and things like that that young people can use and it was brilliant but at the end of it we actually all had learned so much about um the climate or the, sorry climate change and mental health because that was kind of like as a sub heading and we had learned so much at that stage that the following year we were like really ready everyone had so many ideas and then I met Leo Varadkar and I was like confident enough to do that. And I had my girl Noelle there behind me being like, you're fine, you're fine, go on, go on. So I think the whole Corla experience has made me proud because like I, I've learned so much, but then as well, kind of been given a bit of a push to be more confident. And if I see something wrong, I'd want to try and help this person as much as I could now. Yeah, Corla definitely has been that, I think for a lot of people. Yeah, it really has. Jimmy, have you any advice um, for young people in Kilkenny in regards to mental health? Like any advice, not just dealing with their mental health, but like any advice on mental health in general? Um, I suppose I can give advice. I'm not a medical professional, but I think just in relation to your mental health, um, sometimes your body will be telling you you're tired and you need a break. And I think if anyone is struggling, to be kind. So once we're not where to get resources, but be kind in relation to try get fresh air and try get out for a stroll, try to reduce the screen time. And obviously that's not always the answer because there are mental illnesses which can't be helped without proper medical intervention. But I think one of the key things is try be good to yourself becomes especially nowadays I think we're all seeing a lot of the harder side of society and um, looking at social media it becomes easier for people to get hurt so for people who are dealing with their mental health be kind to yourself but for obviously for everyone else out there that 
be kind to others. You never know what someone else is going through. So I think don't say to somebody else or interact with them in a way that you wouldn't want them to interact back to you because it's not fair. Um, so we have lost Reese along the way due to the bad connections. Although he is missed, but the show must go on. Um, I'd like to thank Jimmy and Alex for coming on um, today, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so for me and Reese, who's now gone away in the wind, and um, thank you and stay tuned for our next podcast.